Hello and welcome to Wisdom and Productivity, the podcast of Dr. Efraim Martinez. I am a principal in search of wisdom, and I have found productivity to be a great tool for success. Today's podcast title is Three Emotional Intelligence Strategies to Get More Joy of Life. And wow, uh, I am so excited to be here with you this beautiful uh, Sunday. I would like to begin this season five. Yes, season five of my podcast. It has definitely evolved through uh, the time. I remember when this started, uh, I wanted to emulate um, my walkthroughs through uh, visiting luminary figures as they perform their duties. I was able to observe how they talk to people, how they move their hands when they talked. Uh, I saw how their teams believe in the mission. Uh, I saw everything in fruition and I realized that I needed to learn much more in order to find success, not only in my profession, but also in my personal life. So I came up uh, with um, um, the idea of creating a show in which I get number one to reflect in those things in my life because at the end is my journey too, right? Uh, I cannot be a better uh, father or husband or educator if I don't work on, on developing myself and improving myself. So I have used podcasting as a tool to improve my skills and elevate the quality of my life. So uh, the questions uh, to ponder uh, on how I came up with this idea, I will begin with the first quote. Don't bend, don't water it down, don't try to make it logical, don't edit your own soul according to fashion. Rather, follow your most intense obsessions mercilessly. Wow, this is a, a quote by Anne Rice on Franz Kafka. And this comes in an age where, as an educator, most of my clientele are students, Gen Z, right? It is a generation that values things that are different from the things that I used to value as a kid. And I have to remind myself that they are valuing something that I need to understand. To give you a scenario is a student is fascinated by the immediacy of the message that is provided by TikTok or by Instagram or Snapchat or whatever is the tool. It's definitely not Twitter, something to consider as educators as, as we are communicating on Twitter, our students are not with us. But I'm not in their world either. I'm not in Snapchat or or KitKat, TikTok, anything. Like perhaps I need to explore that more. But the reality is that they are looking for the message that is immediate, that is attractive, that is quick, that it implements a little bit of humor. 
It is important that us as educators take that and minimize each moment, each movement, each lesson that we plan. We have to think about how the student is going to perhaps pay more attention. And it's by finding what is immediate. Quite a difficult journey, but this is what the game entails today. We need to find how to engage the student that is more engaged in their phones than in their lives. So as part of this podcast and my Twitter life and my professional life, I absolutely agree that for a long time, I would bend or water down what I was trying to say, articulate or argue in fear of what others will say or what others will think. And um, one day I said enough is enough, right? One day after reading uh, from uh, other master figures that I'm trying to, to tell you a little bit more today, I realized that there's only one of me the entire world and I want to ensure that I play this role in life to the best of my capabilities I never want to be in a deathbed thinking I wish I have done A, B or C no I am seeing life as hey if I want to do something I'm going to make sure that I do everything in a way that is conducive success and happiness for my loved ones and the other question to ponder is the other quote to ponder is writing is utter solitude the descent into cold abyss of oneself this one is indeed from Franz Kafka and it's important because as I have articulated in other episodes For me, podcasting has become the writing. Like when I was growing up, I wanted to be a writer so bad uh, that I never thought about the actual practice of writing. Uh, and it is just not something that I totally enjoy. But I do love talking. And isn't talking and writing... Uh, the same thing at the end of the day they're both trying to provide a message and I believe that by providing a message in a way that is not only through audio but also through video uh, I want to create an archive of, of, of my journey through life of improvement and sharing these ideas to counteract all the negativity that is provided by the world so um, those two um, quotes uh, made me come with the idea hey as a podcaster I have a responsibility to share these ideas and where they whatever they land that cannot be my responsibility if the idea doesn't love me back after it has come out, it doesn't matter. It is my responsibility to still love that idea. So I'm so excited to tell you about more about emotional intelligence and these three emotional intelligence strategies 
to get the more joy of life. But before that, let's celebrate the beautiful Teach Better community. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get back to the episode. Okay, so if we're going to talk about emotional intelligence, let's do a quick description of emotional intelligence. And it is the ability to understand and maneuver the emotions of self and others. Okay, uh, so this is a topic of, uh, of, of interest of mine. Uh, when I began my career as a school principal, I was failing more than the usual uh, failure. And I got myself to school and with a concept and idea of finding something that could potentially help me save my career. And I remember going to one of the um, uh, CPDU sessions provided where you had to renew your uh, license. The instructor, Richard Smith, said... Emotional intelligence is the sine qua non of leadership. And let me tell you, like a sine qua non moment, Dr. Smith got me at sine qua non. Uh, it sounded much better the way I wrote it in the dissertation, but the essence is that uh, I was immediately uh, impacted by the concept of emotional intelligence, something that I have never heard of until that very moment. So I started learning uh, more and reading all that I could uh, about it uh, and realized that this could be a, um, a bag of an arsenal of tools that I could have in my uh, disposal. Uh, so of all the theories of emotional intelligence, I decided to focus in uh, Daniel Goldman's Uh, approach that was recently updated. I have not read the updated work. I know it went from five to four competencies. Uh, probably after this podcast, you should uh, find out what are those competencies and tell me more about it. But when I learned it, uh, there were five and they were divided by the following. Number one is self-awareness. It's the ability to understand what the heck you are feeling, how you are reacting to things, how your body temperature is changing due to the way you are feeling. Uh, it is very important to have that self-awareness because then you have a clear picture on how to therefore regulate what is that second step, second step self-regulation. So giving, doing long walks, listening to music, writing, journaling, podcasting, uh, meditation, yoga, exercises, running, weightlifting, uh, spending time with your family. So many things that you can integrate in your life to ensure that you can regulate yourself. Because let me tell you, life is going to get increasingly more difficult with time. Um, Then number three, motivation, the ability then to motivate yourself to then 
want to motivate others, right? Uh, when I go to work and I'm like, hey, good morning. How are you? Hope you have a great day. Like I am on fire, right? Because isn't that what I signed up to? To ensure that the team feels that they can accomplish great things because when the teachers believe that, then it, that is conducent to student learning. So my job is to ensure that I'm motivating people as much as possible, but also motivating myself to ensure things um, happen in a, in a productive and efficient way. Then number four, uh, empathy, right? It is the ability to understand the feelings of others. Like how is it possible that you are going to be able to help anyone if you are not in tune with the emotions of those other people. So this is something that at least I did not learn when I went to school. So it is imperative that we add this to any of the lessons that we do, because isn't that the uh, challenge of life? Always having the ability to deal with emotions and the emotions of others. Like if a student realizes how they are hurting somebody else, they will probably think it twice before doing silly things. So again, it is our responsibility to ensure that we are educating students in the things that they need to know. And finally, social skills how you conglomerate, do a conglomerate of those abilities to use masterful skills to accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish. So we're getting closer to the three emotional intelligence strategies to get more joy of life. But in order to tell you those three, I want to explain to you the concept of bandwidth, okay? So if you imagine if you're a battery and you only have so much uh, energy for the day, right? So the question that I want to ask you is the following. In the video game of life, how many lives are you willing to waste before game over? So... In life, we have so much energy to do things, right? We have time and energy for our family, ourselves, our place of employment, taking care of our cars and products and items and the pressures of making a line when you have to renew your license and pay your bills. Like there's all these things that are taking away your bandwidth in life, right? And If you could buy like an extractor and extract at least some of, some of those things that will make your brain to have more time to reflect and think because you have more bandwidth, more energy to deal with life, then you will absolutely try one of these strategies. Number one. Use apps to support you in obtaining the results that you want. So, of course, these three are not the entire things that you can do, but definitely three things that can improve the quality of your life. So, number one, I personally use two apps 
to be my personal assistants, to be the apps that are always there when I need them. Because as a follower of David Allen's GTD philosophy, getting things done, the first principle is capture your ideas. So I used to do this for everything that is in my professional and artistic life. So for example, I have in my to-do is a list of all the teachers and let's say that I'm walking in the hallway and I see teacher X uh, uh, supporting a student that just arrived to the school to open their locker. So let's say it's Monday and I say, oh, teacher X, how awesome. I'm going to make sure that when I write the bulletin or the newsletter at the end of the week, that I praise them. Because again, motivating others is so important to have the best quality of education for your students. So when you do it sincerely, when you recognize people sincerely, the effect is magnanimous. So, but if I don't write it down, more than likely, by the time Friday comes, I'm not going to have enough bandwidth to remember that I needed to celebrate that teacher. So I go in my to-do is quickly and I put uh, praise teacher X for X, Y, and C on Friday at bulletin. So I have these projects already delineated on my uh, to-do list. So on the Friday, I don't have to forget or go back in my journal to see where I wrote the notes. It will tell me on the day that I needed and if I want it at the time that I want it. It already has a label describing where I need to put this. So I spend less time thinking about what I needed to do. And I spend the time actually doing what I wanted to do. Another example of to do is is that I use it for my artistic life, uh, for ideas, for example, ideas for this show. Uh, the other day I was listening uh, to something and I heard those quotes that I read at the beginning and I thought, whoa, quotes to ponder, add wisdom and productivity. So whenever I feel the, the need to communicate something with the members and audience of the show, I go to that list and I say, what do I want to podcast about? And this topic came to mind and I'm able to peel that onion in a way that would be conducive to a clear and concise message that hopefully at least one person in the world will be able to get this and make their life better. And if that is a possible, my goodness, I am happy with the quality of my work. So another example is Apple Reminders. And I use this one more with the family to ensure that I can have a list for the supermarket. Because let me tell you, nothing can ruin a morning more than thinking I want to eat this for breakfast. And then you remind yourself that you forgot that you were in the supermarket and for example the bananas were right there and you knew you wanted to you needed to buy bananas for your smoothies but you forgot because you did not have a list so you are driving 
you're upset because your smoothie doesn't taste as good. And then you say, if I have only remember, well, to solve that problem, I use Apple Reminders and you should use it too. Apple Reminders or Todoist or any app that you want, maybe a journal, but write it down because as David Allen said, the brain is great to create ideas, but not to hold them. Number two, don't follow a team, but the sport. So I must admit that this emotional intelligence strategy might not be possible for everyone, but that is okay because any show, any podcast show, any book, any any newspaper or website is not designed for everyone. So take it as it comes. Maybe it won't help you, but it might help others. Okay, especially those that are not. Uh, born in a family that follows a team. Let's say the Green Packers or the Chicago Bulls, right? So I was uh, uh, in a family that did not follow any sports. So this might be easier for me, uh, might be impossible to you, but give it a chance. So a couple of years ago, when I was trying to improve my uh, mental health, I started uh, uh, looking for new uh, new hobbies to take my time off from the stress that I was unable to deal with. And it occurred to me, let me follow a team like a devout follower and that will take my mind off and make my life easier. So at some point, I decided I am going to be a Manchester United fan. And it was to the point that I even researched on how to become a member and have a membership. I had a special channel that I could see their, like, practically all their games. Uh, even my wife got me a beautiful Manchester United shirt with my name in the jersey and my favorite number, which is number 13. And I will tell you one day why. And uh, it was like a total uh, love for this team. But what's happening? That when you are telling your brain that you love something or someone or a team, and that team suffers, then what happens that you suffer with them. So the year I decided to do this was the year that Jose Mourinho joined Manchester United and I was hooked. I was living through their suffering, um, the Manchester United, um, um, I guess organization was giving Jose Mourinho a hard time and Jose Mourinho was always pissed and people were losing games even though he had an amazing team and I will suffer with them and I will not sleep and I then when something bad will happen or someone will get injured I will suffer from them and just like in that video game it was taking away bandwidth of my life So uh, I turned that around and I decided that, okay, Efrain, 
what is that you like the team or the sport and i said well definitely the sport right especially that you have so many teams around the world like look at psg you have a team with neymar messi and Mbappé in the same team like you got to see a team like that right and you have to see Mourinho's Roma and you have to see that Manchester United team that even though they have Ronaldo on the bench is winning like like I realized that I enjoy the sport more than the team and that opened the horizons for me to uh, follow more teams to enjoy more games and regardless of the score win lose tie i was never emotionally connected with the result i was just emotionally connected with the emotion of a game and how i have enhanced that part of okay maybe i cannot see or watch all the games because i'm working or I'm taking my children and wife to a mini getaway. Like, maybe I cannot see all the games, and that is okay because I only follow the sport. So, YouTube, especially uh, YouTube Premium, has given me a wonderful uh, backup plan that whenever I cannot see a game, which is most of the time, I watch uh, the highlights, and wow, I have such a great time because. I get to see only the best of each game. And hey, that is a great alternative to of not seeing any game at all. So I have, again, le lost less bandwidth in suffering with a team. And I have increased the joy that I get out of soccer because of those strategies that I just told you. And finally, number three. Twitter as an album of, of how you would like to be remembered. Okay, so um, you have to understand that not every tweet that you send is a philosophy of your life, right? Not every story that you read or not every Netflix show or episode or not every thought that you have defines who you are. And regardless if you want to do this or not, there is a platform called Twitter that is asking people to say, so what's going on in your life? And either you decide to join or not, but I decided years ago to join that universal conversation about what is happening in the world, because that's is how I want to live my life. I want to live my life like that. That doesn't mean it's good or bad, better or worse. You live the life that you want to live, right? But I want to use this tool to ensure that I'm putting my message across. And it is my truth. It is what's happening. Because let's face it, right? We live in an era that at any moment... You might make a mistake and you might be canceled forever, right? So if you don't write your own story, somebody else will, right? So all these messages that I'm creating in this public library of the world 
are a summary of the message, right? Concepts and ideas and things that I have learned and have been able to reflect and process and they help me define how I want to create the path that I want to have in life of when you do good things, good things happen. And of course, I'm not the only one who has figured this out. Many thousands of people, right? And again, if you decide not to do it, you're not better or worse. It's just you're different and I'm different and that is okay. But when you tweet something, I want to be that album of saying, who was Efraim Martinez? Oh, this is Efraim Martinez. This is what he wanted to do with his life. It is a demonstration that regardless of what happened in your past, you can transform that and you can do that metamorphosis of your life to ensure the quality of your life is the one that you always wanted. Now, at the end of the day, we have figures like Lincoln that was one of the first who ensured that his message was being across. He would communicate with the right people. He was the first president that had a beard to ensure that he was more connected. Or another example is Franklin uh, Delano Roosevelt with his fireside, fireside chats uh, via radio, right? He was uh, communicating directly with the people in a way that they will be able to understand. And isn't that life? Life is always a journey of getting you from point A to point B, learning from your mistakes and getting ready because then you're going to go to point C. And like that until the last day of your life. And hopefully when that day arrives, you are going to be able to say that you live a life of prosperity in spirit, that you were able to fix whatever was broken and make it better, that you were able to love the people that were closer to you, that you were able to forgive and apologize and, and do all those good things that we know work that make a life worth living so uh this is the message uh this is the beginning of season five of wisdom and productivity what a luxury to be able to communicate with you happy sunday peace and calm thank you for listening to Wisdom and Productivity, the podcast of Dr. Eparim Martinez. Chulo. And I love the production. Chulo out.